this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. If you're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough. Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm a non-denominational holiday, and I'm Evan. I'm a very sweet and very bloody John Stamos, and I'm Ronnie. If you're going to tell by those introductions, Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows that have only lasted for a single season. We're currently covering... Clone High. Stop it. Stop it. We're not going to start off on that kind of a foot. But before we get into that, let's talk about how Sir Nee is a dick. What? (laughs) Sir Nee called me out in a very hostile email last Mm -hmm, week while mm -hmm. I was very sick and and very sad, and uh, I've been stewing on that. There's no clapback like a two-week late clapback, you know? So I just I just want to talk about how any of our other fans are, are better than him. Mm. Like, like do uh, not cosign. Do not cosign this 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 treason. This high treason. You know what? Uh, I got the microphone and he doesn't. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I uh, yeah. I, I I just you know there seems to be some uh, some some tension in the ranks. In the in the ranks of the ending pending, uh, I don't say army. We're pretty pretty pacifists over here. But, yeah, uh, all of our four fans are you know <laughs> divided. <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> Civil War. Marvel's Civil War too. Throw this in time. some more guys so that it seems like it's more of a conflict than it is. Just put some more mm-hmm. guys in there. We cannot have conflict. Not here. Not now. Ronnie can't handle conflict. I can't handle conflict. No, but this time, this episode, Andy, you missed out. You know that I was going to be conflict city, and I've had like yeah, you were coming for me too. Fuck you I, too, Ronnie. Yeah, I got a. I've had like a month to like brew this up, and and let's <laughs> let's see how it turns out. Will right. Ronnie be conflict avoidant like he always is, and just kind of bend you know bend his knees and, and cry? Or, that's not how I usually handle conflict, that's how I want to handle conflict most times, or will Ronnie jump in the fray and, and you know, defend his point? And his on point this is, week's very special episode <laughs> of Andy Pendy. It, Andy Pendy. Uh, honestly, it is a very special episode of Andy Pendy. You know what episode this is. Is this the sex number? This is the this is episode sixty nine. Nice, 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 So for our intro, do we just want to talk about sex? Let's talk about sex, babe. I've never done that sex number. Me, nor have I. I don't think anyone actually has. Yeah, I don't think it's a real thing. I think that's just a thing that teenagers like made up so that they could pretend like they they knew something about sex. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the sex number is not real, just like gender. No. Exactly. Did you guys get the uh, like an awkward sex talk from your parents? No. I did. It so was my, fine. My dad sat me down when I was like 17. I was a senior in high school. And he was like, You hey. were a senior in high school? I was a senior in high school. You know, most, most people... I'm getting like there. have I'm sex there. before then. Okay. So my dad sat me down as a senior in high school and he was like, Hey, uh, do you know about sex? And I was like, 
what? Like, Dad, we can't, we can't be having this conversation when I'm 17. Like, this should have happened uh, years ago. <clears throat> and he was like, yeah, I know. I told your mom we had this talk uh, a long time ago, but uh, I didn't do it. And, you know, the fact that you already know about sex is great. Like, we don't need to have that talk. But if your mom ever asks you, tell her we had this talk a long time ago. At which case, I completely uh, ratted out my dad at dinner that night because of how funny it was that he thought at 17 that I still needed that talk. And we all made fun of him for a while. It was pretty savage. Yeah, it was great. Everything I need to know about sex, I learned from the internet. Uh... Like a good Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) I just knew that sex was between... A man, one man, one woman. One penis-having man, one vagina-having woman. Uh, united in marriage in order to please Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm That's sure Jesus was very pleased. That's what I knew about sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I was a late bloomer in a lot of ways. Like, this, you're talking to the man who was very upset in seventh grade when his substitute teacher told him that Santa Claus was not real. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah. This is that level of kid. Um, so even after the very awkward talk uh, between me and my mom in my uh, in a Ford Windstar um, <laughs> on the way to in, on the way to get some deli meats, um, I, I had lots of questions that like, of course, you don't ask. Nobody asks. <laughs> Parents are always like, if you have any questions, feel free to. No, no child, no teen is coming I back don't, and be like, thank you. I don't feel free at all. <laughs> someone, they come back with a clipboard like, now I've got some follow ups here. I've okay. got, I've got, I've got some, uh, some things I need you to address. No, that didn't happen. And so I had some, uh, lots of mis, misconceptions about, about sex and the way it all went down for, I read a lot of science time. books. Yeah. I just, I think I was like, I, I felt the way about sex that the church wanted me to feel. That I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> I didn't want well, anyone to ask too I many was, questions. I was very scared about like actual sexuality, but in the abstract, like medically, sure, like this seemed okay to like learn about. But oh yeah, like in terms, it fucked up all my relationships real bad. Like mm-hmm. real bad. I just had some very bad notions about like purity culture and stuff. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whew. Okay. You let's. About- did you hear about the uh, this? This one's more more for Andy. I don't know if you've uh, if you're up on this kind of thing, Evan. Did you hear that the uh, I kiss dating goodbye guy uh, is getting divorced from his wife after 19 years? That's amazing. After I all, mean, all, I mean, the I'm, time sure, to, I'm sure I'm sure that's rough. Courtship but, guy, yeah, courtship yeah. guy. Oh, we had I don't know the if dude it's who the fucked up guy. so many kids. I don't know if it's the exact mm-hmm. same like the actual guy, but we had. We had a couple like that come and give a talk at our school. This dude was uh, like very young and very traditionally attractive. And he wrote a book about how dating is terrible and he believes in courtship. And it was a very popular book. It sold like hotcakes. And um, there was like a big pushback a few years ago, maybe two or three years ago, where a lot of the people who were forced to read his book and got really fucked up by it uh, started speaking out about it. And Mm -hmm. there were like a couple of essays that were really 
mm-hmm. good at calling like this specific dude out in this specific book. So yeah. the fact that he, uh, his marriage has now completely fallen apart and he's getting divorced while, uh, in the abstract, I feel bad for anyone that has to go through that. Uh, if it had to happen to anyone, <laughs> it's a little bit funny that it happened to him. He had he had renounced a lot of his like ideas recently. Like he was in the documentary. I survived. I gave up dating. Oh. Uh, I kissed dating goodbye. Um, but it is just like the oh, icing on the cake. I need to watch. I need to watch that documentary. I like weird religious documentaries. I under- I understand from context that this is a like escaping religious uh, guilt culture documentary, but I gotta watch it. That's pretty cool that he went on there. Yeah, it's it's just super. Like this happened. Like he wrote the book in like the nineties, and so like it was literally the spawn of like the purity culture movement. Like yeah, promise, promise rings, rings and, and all that. Yeah, pledges and all that. And shit. like the 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 oh, like, like abstinence and, and- abstinence in itself was was still a thing before that for the church. But it really like was like popularized and like, oh, no, there's only one way and it's this way and it'll give you great marriages. And he was he was really young when he wrote the book. I don't know exactly how young, but I mean, it was early 20s at the oldest when he wrote it, if I'm remembering correctly. Late teens, I think He he was married by his early 20s. Yeah, and like, how did anybody ever listen to him? Exactly, what does a like early twenty-year-old like know about cute. human psychology? He, he was and really like cute relationships, and he You've been married for a year. Good for you. And but but for real, like fuck that dude. Mm-hmm. You were nineteen or something, and you thought you could tell everyone else your secret sauce, but you were a fucking idiot. You were a child. You didn't know anything. You literally didn't know how a vagina worked. Like you literally didn't know. Anyway, let's talk about Clone High. <laughs> I'm glad. Wow, we went on. Incidentally, like this. 69. Yeah, that's what 69 is all about. Earnest conversations about sexuality and its effect on youth. Psychology. Um, so we, we watched the final three episodes of. Clone High. Andy, I can't uh, I can't deal with your sass. I'll, we'll we'll talk after the the synopsis. Don't don't you look at me in that tone of voice. Oh, fuck um, show. The one episode was a Christmas episode and the other one the other two were a two-parter about the prom. Uh so the Christmas episode is about Snowflake Day, which is a non-denominational intense finger quotes politically correct holiday and Joan needs to like find the Christmas spirit or the snowflake day spirit and she's all like commercialism Ugh. then a homeless woman uh, voiced by Mandy Moore who was a thing in the early 2000s uh, uh, like, have you seen this is us Mandy Moore is still very much a thing I haven't. Okay, we're on the Ronnie Mandy Moore really Renaissance offended. right now. Shh. Ronnie is she's very a Watch Remember girl, right? Yes. Yeah. Although talk about purity talk, culture, right? Real, real talk. Fuck Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, he's a fucking racist and a homophobe. Nicholas Sparks. Sucks. Oh man, he's awful. Yeah. So <laughs> show, show, show. Mandy Moore. Uh, Mandy, Mandy Moore. Moore. Uh, is a homeless person. And sort of a Christmas Carol style 
plays the role of the ghosts that teach Joan the true meaning of Christmas. And then she steals her TV and stereo and stuff. And also the subplot is Abe and Gandhi trying to get money to let Abe buy Cleopatra an expensive Christmas present. Episode 12, I just want to redo the title. Makeover, 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 colon, the makeover episode. And... <laughs> Ronnie's doing a little dance. Dancing. Doing a little dance. Makeover, 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 makeover. Sorry, continue. They sang a little song in the episode. Lots of uh, times, and I love yeah. each and every one. Uh, so this is like a spoof on the take the girl's glasses off and take her hair out of a ponytail and she gets hot thing. You know, the thing that happens in teen movies. Yeah, they do that because Cleo insists that Abe still has to ask her to prom even though they're dating. And then Abe takes it upon himself to like help Cleo find a, or help uh, Joan find a date to the prom. And like, uh, Joan is struggling with her feelings of love for Abe Lincoln and the the build up at the split of the episode is like is he going to ask Cleo to prom like like she wanted or is he going to ask Joan to prom because she had a makeover and now she's hot da da uh then episode 13 is entitled Changes, colon, big prom, colon, the sex romp, colon, the season finale. <laughs> uh, I feel really justified now in having said the word colon to represent the colons, like, historically when reading these episode titles, because I feel like it's really important to this one specifically. I feel like yes. they did this just for me. So they're, they're having their prom in this, like, meat processing plant or something. Cleo wants to have sex and Abe is like I don't know if I'm ready and he keeps thinking about Joan and um also the the B plot is that the principal wants to get elected prom king and the secret shadowy government organization is like trying to depose him as principal and uh they're going to like remove him from his office and repossess all the clones basically and uh, the episode ends with Abe Lincoln and Cleo go into bang, and then Abe keeps thinking about Joan, and then runs to find Joan, and she banged uh, JFK, and then uh, all the clones get frozen in the meat packing plant and die, presumably die. Yes, because that that w- is how that works. We haven't figured out cryo-freezing yet, guys. But yeah, all the clones are frozen. And, and then die. it says, the end, exclamation mark, and, or no, question mark, and then an exclamation mark. So we watched three episodes this time of MTV's Clone High, and you know I gotta ask it, uh, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. These three episodes of Clone High, did they work for you? So, as you know, I've been pretty on the fence this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I must admit, the uh, sort of, like, slut shamey vibe that was happening in these last several episodes 
was really like it just it just felt distasteful to me. I did not enjoy these episodes. Uh, there was something else. That's, it'll it'll occur to me. There was something else that felt distasteful to me too. But I distinctly remember a lot of slut shaming happening, and I was just like, ugh. Show, I thought you were a little better than this. Not much, but a little better. So I'm gonna have to say these episodes were not working for me. Uh, Ronnie, did these three episodes of Clone High work for you? Uh, yeah, Ronnie, I think they did. Um, I don't know why Evan expected Clone High to be better than this. I don't know why Evan expected anything pre 2005 to be better than this. It was um, not great. I I agree. But I did not expect them to like take some kind of a moral high ground here. Um, well, no, but we've we've discussed several times how like this show uh, tends to avoid being outright offensive about a lot of things. Sure, generally speaking. sure, yeah. And they I very much did not. I, I thinking about like MTV of the time. I just, I mean, MTV is built on the back of like the MTV Spring Fling Beach House or whatever. Like it was, it was going this direction. No matter what, but I'm not uh, disagreeing with you that it was inevitable, but I still right. was yes. not happy about it. Yeah, I'm not happy about it either. Um, that being said, um, I think these three episodes were fairly weak in terms of the season, uh, but I think that they they did end up working for me as a whole. And that's that's everybody. That's everybody that could have an opinion. We'll just move right That's every participant along. in this podcast. There's no, there's no other opinions. That we, oh, uh, I, I can go. Andy, no, these three you. episodes of MTV's Clone High, did they work for you? Surprisingly, no. Yeah. yeah. No, they were bad. Sure. <laughs> I spent the whole time. That was a bad misdirect. Nobody fell for that. I, I spent the no. whole time painting miniatures while it was on in the background. See, you don't even give it a chance. You no, don't I, even give it the chance. You're watching it like it's frequency and not like it's <laughs> like it's any kind of a good show. It wasn't a good show. There were there were like two or three moments, just like last time, where like I got a where chuckle. you loved it. Where no, you, not where, where you, I loved it. Where, where I was absolutely like, absolutely, we're on board. Evan already extrapolated the data. All right, we know last where week I was is, like, is marked down in the notes. You loved this show. Where I was like, maybe, maybe there was something here, maybe, but overall, it was very bad, and I could not tell you the parts where I chuckled. So you can't even plug them into the podcast so that I can laugh again <laughs> when I re-listen to the podcast because <laughs> I. That did happen last week, where I listened to y'all's episode without me, and the the bit played again, and I giggled again. Uh, but I could not even tell you what happened that made me laugh this time, because I don't remember, because this show sucks. All right, let's... So, I feel like the things we could point to that were not great... I don't know. No, 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 we're sticking to the format. I think this was good. <laughs> hey, Ronnie, why don't you tell us what you... Absolutely loved. Okay. I didn't. So episode what was it eleven? Yeah, eleven. The Christmas episode, the the non denominational holiday episode. This episode was bad. This episode sucked. It was not a good episode. It mm-hmm. didn't bring anything new to the plot. I don't know. I don't quite understand why they. You know. That they they did the Mary Moore thing. Like it had nothing to do. 
with clones. I understand that they've been playing up this whole like guest, like celebrity guests the entire season, but it just didn't make sense here. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, it that 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 episode fell super flat. It was it was it was no good. But but prom episodes really leaned into, if not with the main characters, it played in the space a little bit. We had lots. We had some. Some, some, you know, the Bronte sisters and Anne Boleyn and and uh, the the and Marie Antoinette and like, you know, we we played in the space a little bit. We 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 set up this world with lots of clones and we lived there and it was fine and we we had some fun and like it was, you know, slut Jamie and it was like, you know, a little basic. <laughs> but, but for for what this show was just like wacky just off the walls sometimes not making any sense sometimes very like gross up gory i felt like this conclusion at least to this season also keeping in mind that this is playing on tropes of the Dawson Creeks of the world, of the OC, of the the teen, the Degrassi, the sappy teen drama of the you actually love Joan, get out of here. And oh, maybe I do. Like it's it's very exaggerated and it's kind of the subtext, but that also worked for me in terms of of this prom episode. Like it's, oh, it's are- I remember my two of my chuckles. Ha! I'm gonna get my <laughs> my editing fingers ready to include them, so we can all have a giggle at everything that Andy loved. There was a bit where Napoleon was freaking out. Yeah, and I think it was Abe was like, "Jesus, Napoleon's got a chill. That guy's got a complex or something." <laughs> and I was just like, "That's very good." That's really, good. it's very dumb, but it's very good. Really, like you, you yeah, did a chortle because right. I was mad at that joke. I was like, "That's the worst joke." No, I've that ever. got me. That was that was borderline Iron Bull. Like, anybody need a hand? And like, I fucking love that shit. Um, and then there was, I don't remember what it was, but there was a a bit between Joan and Cleopatra. When they were going to do their makeover, and one of them said something funny. I don't remember what it was. There's something there. There was a line there, and it made me giggle. <laughs> Joe, well, when they say, you know, and this is like the third makeover makeover song, which I'm yeah. going to include. Makeover, I'm going to drop makeover. the real thing right here, because it happened so many times, and I loved it every time. It never got old. Oh, oh, so good. Um, there was the when Joan and and Cleopatra do their like, you know what this means? It's time for, and everyone knows because we've heard it so many times. Yes, no, when they <laughs> robbed the bank, that was oh, it. that was that was so good. So good. Yes. it wasn't even a line of dialogue. That's why I couldn't remember it. It's right. during their makeover montage because everyone gets a makeover montage. They're like, they go and get like their hair done and their nails done or whatever. And then they go to a gun store and buy a gun. 
and you're like, wait, what? This is getting, and then they like rob a bank and then they're like counting the money and like shooting people. And it's like, what the fuck? Like I was literally painting minis and I like looked up cause uh, like, oh wait, it's another makeover montage. What? And then I'm so happy I looked up cause if I hadn't, I would have missed that. Mm. It's very, it was very good. It's very funny. Very good. It's almost like very if you funny. don't watch the show, you miss some things. <laughs> like you and all of Black Donnelly's. All you did was talk to Kim the whole we time. We are not here to relitigate Black, Black Donnelly's. Donnelly's was so good. <laughs> We're here and to I, talk about Clone I High. I lived and died on that hill and you made me watch Clone High. You can I talk about the number 69 or you can talk about Clone High. No Black <laughs> Donnelly's. That is in the past. All those good boys. We have to be like sharks. You know why? Sharks don't have necks. They can't look back. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I was. I thought you were gonna like because sharks can't stop because of their they gills. Have to keep swimming. Right. So right. I thought that was gonna. I thought that's where you were going. But no, you no. you came up with a whole new thing, <laughs> a whole other shark thing. They can't look back. We can't look back. Onward. Guys, guess what? What's up? I know we've been looking for a great Overwatch podcast, and I think I just found the perfect one. Another one? Do they do a ton of esports coverage, too? Nope. They're filthy casuals, just like us. Okay, but are they, like, super boring jerks? Or are they really toxic, like a lot of the community? No. They're total friends, and they're really welcoming to both new and experienced players. Okay, cool. They sound alright, but are they, like, obsessed with Overwatch? I mean, it is great, but there are other video games. They really make me work for it. No, in fact, they talk about a different video game every episode. Huh. Maybe that is worth my time. What's it called? Overwitch. Like, like a magic spell switch kind of witch? No, kind of like which game you should play. You are f- that is not a great name for a podcast. Yeah, that's not It's a not good one. the best name. Just give it a try. He certainly wasn't missing from the game, but yeah, it's uh-huh. a fun addition. I want to talk about how this game tackles minorities. So he's not Torbjorn anymore, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, he's actually Torbjorn's little brother, Morbjorn. Overwitch is a proud member of Lunar Light Studio. Catch us every other Friday. So there was another okay, line. High. There was another line uh, that I enjoyed, uh, where everyone like they're going through everyone's like fancy promposals, and a Trojan horse pulls up, and out of that Trojan horse comes a real horse, and out of that horse comes Nostradamus holding a horse fetus, and the horse fetus says, "Helen of Troy, will you go to prom with me?" And Helen of Troy says, Ew, no. And Nostradamus says, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it was good. It was funny. I enjoyed that. I, I missed that whole scene. Yeah, well, maybe if you weren't yeah. painting miniatures, maybe focus on, on uh, Clone High instead of Warhammer 4000 over there. I don't play Warhammer, Ronnie. <laughs> I know. I knew you that knew would, that, Ronnie. Knew yeah, that I'm, not, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not edgy. I'm not edgy. Or a Republican-y enough to enjoy Warhammer. <laughs> oh, that's a mood. 
Evan, what were some some lines that stuck? Because apparently that's all we have now. It's just like like lines that stuck individual out. Individual bits yeah. that worked. Uh, I will agree with you, actually, Ronnie, that they leaned into the clones thing, and that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Where Gandhi wanted to um, dry hump somebody. That whole scene just kept talking about dry humping. Yeah. It was very, it was impossible not to, like, be very, very impacted by every single one of his lines as he kept talking about dry humping. But What does that have to do with Mahatma Gandhi? I'm not saying they leaned into Gandhi's personality. I'm saying he was going around to other people, and so we got to, like, we oh, got okay. more we clones gotcha. in the high school. Yes. We got a whole vignette. A yes. whole, a whole array of other. I, I'm tracking with you now. Yeah. I thought like you were saying that Gandhi was known for dry humping, and I was very, no. I was very confused. No, I don't think you were paying attention to what Ronnie was saying just there either, because Whatever. Ronnie said this. Okay. Other than that, I mean, like the the makeover, like as a trope joke, has been made a lot, but I will give them credit in that this was 2002. So they were probably one of the first few to really get, like, scathing with the makeover trope critique. Mm -hmm. I know there have been movies since then, like comedy movies, that have done the makeover joke. So credit credit where due, they did do a good makeover thing. Makeover, makeover, makeover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked the part where they all died. They didn't die. They're frozen. Uh, I will also credit where due the 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 final two parter definitely did feel like a season finale. That has been our critique for a lot of shows that they didn't like think out what their season finale was gonna be, and it just like plopped mm-hmm. at the end. Like they just it just felt like another random episode that they randomly selected sure. as the last one. Uh, they yeah, definitely built. True. They definitely built up. Right. They definitely built up tension. They had a lot of plot lines coming together. They had character. Well. None of the character motives or interests are very deep, but they did resolve character things in the final episode. They they really, like, spent all that they had in this season. They didn't hold anything back. Mm -hmm. Some people, if they were mean and not, like, giving the show a chance, might say, that's because there's not enough meat on this bone and they didn't have anything else to do. They literally spent more than they actually even had. Uh, To that, I would say... Nuh-uh. Um, there's a whole I will lot say this. There. there wasn't much of my favorite character in these three episodes, and that was a letdown. Who's your favorite character? Mr. Butlertron. Oh, uh, Mr. Butlertron, Mr. Butlertron is, is, good. is good. Mr. Butlertron is very good, and he was not very present. I feel like he could have had something to do in the Christmas episode. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the, the whole subplot for, for Scudworth in the Christmas episode was that he was just writing a very long Christmas letter. And it didn't really, nothing Nothing came of it. And so mm-hmm. that would have been some good Mr. Butler tried time. I do like that they replaced Santa with a pirate. Yeah, I don't know. There's not much about that entire episode that I have anything nice to say about. <laughs> Just like the le- the level of like, and we'll get to it. We'll get to that. Let's get to it. Let's talk about the negatives. Uh, Yeah, just, I mean, can we just like, can we just say that episode, Christmas episode sucked and move on from it? Um, sure, if you say that Andy was right. No, I won't see that. I, w- <laughs> I won't do that. 
Um, okay, what if you just say that Andy was right about Clone High in reference to this specific episode, and then we can just move on from it. Yeah, okay, well, I, I will say that be, for one reason and one reason alone, because I edit the episode, and I'll be able to make sure that my edit, my audio is not uh, bastardized. Andy was right about Clone High, as only as it pertains to the Christmas episode of Clone High. Um, now, if you want to cut that, you just have to like <laughs> leave in a bunch of bleeps, so that the audience knows... You said it, right. but they don't have to hear you. Right, that that works. Um, I'm not gonna. And do- then you can leave in me explaining it. Right, I'm not gonna do all that much. <laughs> That's a lot of work. For that. <laughs> um, I I I can't do that much work when I have literally cut in the makeover song every time one of us has said makeover, like right now. <laughs> makeover. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> um. Just that pad. was a lot of work. That's a good, that's editing magic that's just, happening. Just pad this episode out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, too. Sure. Yeah. We're all fucking tired. Let's finish this episode right. and just play 20 minutes of the makeover song. The episode, it was like... We- I hope you put it in right there, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. What do you think this is? What kind of ham and eggs production you think I'm running here? Um, yeah, it was just like the the idea of it being like, non-denominational and that being like <laughs> isn't that silly to have that see look what the, the libs want look what the li- this is the future the libs want um yeah it, it, it just was like so incongruous with the rest of the like with the rest of the season which was good and this one was bad and that's why it was incongruous um <laughs> that's the only reason that's the only reason um yeah, it was slut shamey. It was like they they like, and I and I've said this before. Like I don't understand why the foster parents have become such a a, a huge part of it. Um, they don't add anything to it except for the case in Joan, which they add lots of ableism, mm-hmm, lots mm-hmm. of jokes at the expense of a blind person. Um, that was the other thing. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah. And it's, I, I knew I had another thing that was bugging me, but yeah, it's it's super hilarious that Joan's dad is blind and looks the wrong way at stuff. And maybe, stuff. and maybe I'm a bad person, but like, if they did it once or even twice, I might have like said that was fine. Like, I, I, I laughed, but like, they just like drilled it into the ground, and it was just like, I don't. This is, there's, this is I think there's one honest. specifically they could have got away with that was funny. I think there's one specifically that's not ableist. It just would have been funny. Where Joan is crying and her foster dad is like, I may be blind, but I know the sound of my daughter's laughter. Yeah, that was okay. That was, you know. And there's, I mean, there is a way to joke about and like trying to say this the right way there's a way to have jokes about those sort of things where it's not like haha this person's disabled right and i look at avatar the last airbender where like toff made jokes about the fact that she was blind but it was mostly at the expense of her friends for like doing something or like forgetting Mm -hmm. Like, there was a moment where I think, like, Sokka asked her to read, uh, like, the sign. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll get right on that. And then she, like, turns and looks at Sokka. And he's like, oh, shit, sorry, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a kid's show, so it's 
Sokka didn't swear. But like there there is a way to have that humor where it's not punching down. Yes. Yes. And this just felt like it was punching down the whole time. It's the beginning and end of it. It was it was totally punching yeah. down at this blind black man. Like that that is that is that is the That's the joke. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it there's nothing more to it than that. And like and that's the thing. None of these foster parents had any kind of personality other than they're Jewish or they're gay or they're blind or they're an an addict. Like it just that's what I'm saying. If these people were on screen for a split second, whatever, we move on. But like they made them such a fixture and it's like this has nothing to do with the clones. To Andy's point, like I want to play in this space with the clones. The clones is the interesting thing here. Let's play with the clones. Like it it that yeah, that pissed me off. Other than that, the, the show is perfect Other than and that, it never the show does is, anything is, is wrong. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Put in the Criterion Collection is the greatest. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> I think Ronnie is really enjoying this because his like poor sleep-addled dad brain. Don't. Is... Don't. <laughs> don't patronize. Don't patronize me. Do not oh, condescend to me because I'm a tired, not sleeping, tired daddy. Not doing any sleep. Just sitting up all night watching watching Clone High, his only comfort in all the world, his only human connection that he has left. <laughs> I I like a thing that is referential unto itself. Like I like adaptations. I like things that reference culture and things maybe that like not a lot of people know about and maybe wouldn't get a joke, but like. And and it could have it should have gone farther. It should have done more. It should have truly been like, what does Abe have to do with Abraham Lincoln? What does Joan have to do with Joan of Arc? What does Cleo have to do with Cleopatra? Like what? Let, let's get into it. I I the little bit that they gave me for you know a two thousand one show, two thousand one two thousand two whatever it was. It it worked for me. I was I was I was eat. I mean. Say what you will about the fact that, yes, indeed, the clones died de facto because there's never a season two and we don't you know know what happened to them. But it is a great setup for season two of them being frozen. Like what 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 could happen? Are they going to wake up like even further in the future and have no frame of reference? And like, like what what's going to happen? They could do anything. Pretty much just go into the future because that's how linear time works. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was actually trying to think of things like oh, they could well, end up on a pirate do? ship. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what else could they do with all these frozen clones? Um, besides I, physically move them or move into the future. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I want, I want for this show have to be made in 2019, and that that is that is really really hedging. A little bit here, but if this show is made with the sensibilities of a Bob's Burgers or something like that, um, with the the tongue and cheekness of a Rick and Morty, though not like the fan base and the toxicity of Rick and Morty, um, I think that this this show is like super duper good, and we don't have any opposition on this podcast. But are we? Is, are we? Skipping the rest of negatives and moving on to whether or not the show is a whole. No, did you just skip over the rest of the negatives? No, we can do that if you want. (laughs) Do you have? That's fine. Do you have many? Do you have any? 
literally 95% of it. Pick, pick your, your top three things yeah. that you hated very much. I hated... Episode the- 11 and episode 12. <laughs> I'm trying to pick what I hated the most. Um, I hate how jumpy and weird all of the plot lines are. I hate everything the character of Gandhi does and says. And I hate everything the principal does and says and is. And I, I I hated the Mandy Moore bits and I hated the John Stamos bits. I didn't understand them. And I hated that I had to watch this show. Real team player. Those are my negatives. Real, 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 just, <laughs> real just engaging with the content in a really open and honest way. I appreciate it. I don't know what else to say. I mean, you, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. Um, I think admittedly watching it through the, through painting, you know, little, uh, X wings and, and Luke Skywalker's is, is not the, uh, the way that the artist intended for this to be consumed. Oh man. I didn't watch the, the, the first six episodes like that. Sure, sure. Um, Did you have any negatives, dear? Uh, well, I already pointed out the like slut shaming. I just, I feel like, and the reason I'm pointing it out is not because like it was a throwaway joke. I feel like there were like four or five jokes that were like just very bad. I also fucking hated the Napoleon complex joke. I just thought that was like the lowest fruit. That was one of my like, positives. That, that fruit was already on the ground and had rotted. Like, that's how low that fruit was. It's not a you good... You can't take away one of the few positives I gave It's allowed to be a positive for you. It's not a positive for me. People are different. Have different wants and needs. That's how psychology works. I will say this, I loved the makeover song. It was so good. And that was that was that was a good bit that they just kept I, I love a good repeat this joke until mm-hmm. the sun explodes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I like I like that trope. Uh, at a real basic level. Like, do you yeah. like that in every single Pirates of the Caribbean movie, they make Johnny Depp say, why is the rum gone? No, I do not. Okay. I don't like anything we Johnny Depp does. We can continue dating. In the, because he's in a case. bad man who abuses women. Um, But that being said, also, no, I don't like the rum joke. Um, that was the worst. That was the worst continuing joke. There's, there's a difference between like, oh, well, people laughed at this in the first movie, so let's put it in the second movie. And like when a show is making a point by repeating a bit over and over again. And I feel like the fact right. that they crammed the makeover song in f- five or six times was to point out that every teen sitcom at the time had a makeover. Episode. And it's just, it's, I, I agree. Which, with you. I thought, which, I thought which, the makeover song repetition was good use. Yeah, of it was very funny. Also. I just I just wanted to know if you thought that it was funny. It's 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 and, about the um, self-awareness of the thing. Like, yeah, I think Pirates of the Caribbean put that joke in every movie because they're like, ha people love this. It's not like 
it's not like Star Wars is like, I've got a bad feeling about this. Or people are like, generally like, ha ha, they said it. This is like, oh, great. Like, because John, you know, John Depp's going to put his stank on the ball of like, whoa, 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 this time it's a different way of me saying, why is the rum gone? It's, it's, it's funnier. <laughs> This is very good, Thank Ronnie. You. Very good. Thank you. Uh, and to to be fair, I also love a good makeover episode. Mm-hmm. I love a good makeover episode and something. And they it's really play good. with the format a little bit here, you know? Yeah. And the Robin the Bank bit was Robin very funny. Robin the Bank was very good. It was a, very good. A Cleo-Joan dynamic, a friendship, like really. Team up, yeah. It worked. It worked. It it's It's funny, though, that like, and maybe this was the intent that like the one time that Cleo and Joan can get on the same page and like be friends, they immediately don like lingerie and rob a bank and and shoot people. It's like, oh, no, this this relationship can't happen. These these people cannot be friends. This is too powerful. See, I can talk about the things I like. Yeah. I just overall hate it. Right. There, you there just have to do it after you give a thick, thick layer of, of hate to this 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 compliment <laughs> sandwich. The bread is so so oh, thin. Gotta I need slather it on like mayonnaise. Yeah. I need I need I need you coming back to me wanting more, Ronnie. I need to leave you unsatisfied. Um so you come back being like, man, I need Andy's Andy's approval. No, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. need Andy's approval. Because that Andy's- sounds like an unhealthy thing to want. <laughs> and I- yeah, especially unhealthy knowing I won't get it in this circumstance. <laughs> well, who picks the next show? Who picked Clone High? I picked Clone High. Uh, surprise, surprise. So is that Evan next? No, I think this one goes to the lis- listeners. So we'll have oh, to, okay. So then we'll it's have, listeners, then it's me. And then it's you. Um, I'm always after the listeners. Yeah, we'll have to parse through our uh, our database and find which uh, which show we should do next based on listener suggestions. But then it will I gotta be Andy. Pick, I got to pick something you guys like because it was devastating having to listen to you guys shit all over the Black Donnelly's for four episodes. <laughs> what was the last, what was this past little Ronnie round? Didn't, Black Donnelly's. Ronnie didn't like Almost Human. I didn't so, like Almost Human. Yeah. Right? I really liked Almost Human, though. Yeah. Um, so at least it wasn't everyone against you. It's true. Evan, what did you do this past round? Oh, no, I did Wonderfalls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Andy hated Wonderfalls that, too. Wonderfalls was weird. I didn't hate it. Yeah, there I have were, a complex feelings about Wonderfalls. Yeah, there were episodes I quite liked of Wonderfalls. There were some stinkers in there, though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kind of like Clone High, and yet you seem to have a real bad taste in your mouth about that. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into it. The whole kit and caboodle, every every ounce, every drop of this good good Folgers cup of Clone High. Uh, Andy, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do go you to you. Get me out of the way first. No, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll <laughs> you'll be the shot, and then then I could be the chaser. Yeah. Um, okay. What uh the, these these thirteen? I guess they were episodes. Uh, did they work for you? So. I'll say this, I didn't watch the episodes that I I, I was not on ending ending pending. For. As I said, so real I team player. Real them. real glad yep. that you really truly engaged <laughs> with everything that's going on here. Um so the episodes I did watch were the all the other ones. And while I think the show had a strong concept and it was interesting seeing Lord and Miller as young jackasses kind of figuring their voice out. 
and there were some bits that I laughed at. I'll give them a couple, a few of those chuckles. Clone High overall did not work for me. I think it was a little too, uh, I think it was trying a little too hard to be like edgy and crude. And uh, overall, it just didn't land for me. That is fair. That is fair. Evan. Yes, Ronnie. 13 episodes. All of Clone High. All the clones. All the high. Did it work for you? You know what? So, if it came on the television, would I turn it off? This is such an Andy answer, I can't even. But look, look, I don't have, like, you two both have very strong feelings about this show. You only can have strong opinions about this show, Evan. Ronnie is Ronnie. I'm Evan, and you're me right now. We all just, we, we traded hats. I mean, except for me. <laughs> yeah. But me and Evan switched bodies. I hate it, and Evan's on the fence. This is just like the parent trap. <laughs> Not quite, but yeah, this is more of a Freaky Friday situation. Oh, okay. that's the one, the other yeah. Lindsay Lohan one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I know that was a remake. I never saw the original. How do we switch back? Leave me alone. I think we probably got to make out to switch back. That's probably it. Probably. Um, nice, nice. It's a 69, 69 episode. Nice, 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 nice. Um, yeah, I, I gotta be honest, like, uh, whichever choice I pick, I'm only gonna be, like, 5% off from the other choice. I really wanna eat dinner and go to bed, so just pick. Okay. I'm gonna say it didn't work for me. <laughs> I'm gonna say oh. those last couple episodes <laughs> just pushed it, so pushed it into the, <laughs> territory. I'm sorry, Ronnie. I'm sorry. We can re oh, we can revisit this. And yeah, I'm sure you'll be very open and- to that position. <laughs> Let's dive back into Clone High, Andy, <laughs> quote unquote, Andy. Well, no, we we did that uh, for like our first chunk of shows. We did like a filler episode where we we re-examined if our feelings had changed. Yeah, sure. And my opinions were very validated in that situation. Somebody asked me if this show worked for me. <laughs> Ronnie, did you enjoy Clone High? I did. I did. Um, I did. Lots of the internet does. We all can't be wrong. Um, yeah, this show has a big fan base. Yeah, it does. That's why I picked it. <laughs> like, I, 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 I just, it's, it's not the best thing. To come out of 2002. It's not. It's far from the worst thing. It's very tongue in cheek. It's very like. You know. Self aware. Which does make it worse at sometimes. That like it is aware of how shitty it's being. I feel like sometimes. Um, but it's also. You know 2002 sensibilities. So not so- not excusing it. Not Anyway. I'm just saying. It was. It was fun. It was shitty at times, but it was fun. I'm and happy that you got joy out of it, Ronnie. I, 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 I do. I'm, I'm sad that my good, good clone friends um, got froze up and there's no and more. And are dead now. 
And did Mr. Butlertron get frozen? I don't know. I'm sure he'll rescue them if he did. Um, do we want to do season twos, or do we want to just march along? Well, as I said, there's only two possibilities. They either are further in the future now, or they are physically picked up and moved to a different location. Nothing can happen in the interim because they are frozen. My my season two is just that they go to a future where, like, historical figures have been, like, brought back to life. Not cloned, but, like, literally raised from the dead. And we get, like, scenes with, like, Abraham Lincoln with Abe and real Cleopatra and real Joan of Arc and stuff. Uh, it would be I forced want, to I want dig a show deeper into about it. the... The the cabal of shadowy figures. I don't I don't really care that much about the uh the clones themselves. I wanna know how this this situation came about where this uh this secret organization of shadowy figures uh somehow obtained like Nostradamus's DNA. Andy, you got anything? Um I think that this cast of characters dies, and then season two follows the the group of shadowy figures with new a new batch of clones that they try and get like right. I'm into that. Um, but Mister Butlertron stays around because I like Mister Butler. Mister Butlertron is the the goodest. Oh, and maybe in like instead of spoofing like circa. 2002, like, teen dramas on the TV, they spoof with this new clone high because it's all new clones. They spoof, like, 80s teen movies. That's my season two pitch. Hang on a second. I'm gonna share something with y'all. Take a look at this. Is it coming back? Clone College. That is a movie poster that was on a building in Lord and Miller's uh, Enter the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Spider-Man, Enter the Spider-Verse. I have to assume this was just like a fun... Yeah, what a... Like, yeah, it totally Easter is. Reference. It yeah. totally is, but in the universe of Miles Morales and and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, there's... They, they continued it. They gave it... Looks like that's a movie poster. It's not even a TV show. They got six seasons in a movie in that universe, and that's, that's a <laughs> universe that. that I want to be a part of. I hope you get to visit that universe someday, Ronnie. Well, and, we'll see. We'll see Miles what uh, Wilson Fisk is able to do with his uh, hydron collider or whatever it is. Anywho, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's the end of Clone High. We had some mixed feelings about it. Makeover, uh, makeover, makeover. <laughs> I'm gonna have it stuck in my head for a while. It's so good. It's so good. But it's one of those things where like. It doesn't. The joke doesn't ratchet up any. It's it's similar to the joke in the plane episode, where it's just like it's the same. Don't get on that plane. Like it's the same yeah. joke over and over. And over it doesn't again. doesn't yeah. increase. It doesn't like try and up itself. It's just nope. We're gonna do and and here it is again. And it's 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 lazy writing that pays off so 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 much. And on and you know what? I'm glad that we're going out on a high note. Yeah. That's what we'll all remember is the, is the good things about Clone High. Um, we will be back next week with a new whole different show. 
Which we haven't Which decided. We have not we even begun to consider yet. <laughs> we have not even decided. But we will we will we will spoil it. We will leak it. We will uh, announce it on our Twitter, on our Facebook, on our Instagram. If uh if you wanted to follow those, you could uh check out uh at pending pod on Twitter, you could check out at pending pod on Facebook, at ending pending on Instagram. And if you wanted to submit your uh your your deep, deep passionate one season show that you love so much, you could uh send us an email. Pendingpod at gmail.com. Or throw it uh, in the Discord. Or throw it in the Discord, in the fan Discord. Uh, you can get access to that fan Discord if you donate to the Lunar Light Studios Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash lunarlighthq. Uh, you can donate money to us. You can donate money to lots of other amazing shows on the network, like mock footage, like... I heard through the grapevine that uh, Netflix and Kill is coming back. Netflix and Kill is going to be back. Yeah, 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 Netflix and Kill. Trans questioning. Trans questioning. Um, fish in the Percolator? F- fish in the Percolator. A new show from Trans Questioning Sarah Zedding. It's the, something the about Twin cool. Peaks. But it's, yeah, it's that. It's a Twin it's Peaks. Just, it's just a podcast about Twin Peaks. Yeah, but I mean, it's so much more than that, as anything that discusses Twin Peaks is. It's so dense. I cannot even begin to scratch the layers of that. Donate to these shows on patreon.com slash HQ or just find them lunarlightstudio.com. Lots of great shows there. Lots of great shows coming. Um, keep an ear out for voices that you hear on this podcast. On other shows, we're always looking to do some cross-promotion. Um, there's a great episode coming down the pipe uh, on the Patreon of me and Andy uh, doing a little uh, doing a little crime. A little thievery. A little, a little thievery. thievery. Stealing some concepts and uh, making them our own and, and doing a damn good job of it. So check those Hell out yeah. on Patreon. Um, we have our monthly stream, everything, great stuff there. Um, we just felt like we could do everyone else's shows on the network better than them, so we yeah. tried. What we, well, what we thought was we could do everyone's show better than we can do Ending Pending. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a bit more accurate. We don't do very good at this one. I bet we could do lots of shows better than this. <laughs> we realized that our concept was, was kind of <laughs> shitty compared to everyone else's on the network, so we just yeah. wanted to dip our toes in. We dipped our toes. We dipped our whole ding-dang legs, and we liked it. We liked it. Um, mm. So check mm. those out. Um, moist legs. Moist legs. Mm. Lunar Light Studio. You still got that bit of Lipe saying moist, Ronnie. You know I've got it, and it's going here. And right after, you know what's coming after that. (laughs) Moist. Oh, wow. We got a moist makeover. And you know what? I want to eat dinner. Time to go to bed. Time to go to bed. Always comes out of the woodwork whenever we talk about moist makeovers. Pawn Shop Lou. We that weirdo Pawn that Shop weird Lou. Guy. Uh, you know what? Don't tell Pawn Shop Lou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell him. For you and me. Mmm. Moist. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Mm.